listening to White the Truck. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, this beautiful Monday afternoon on What the Truck. I'm the dude, Michael Vincent, and that is Dooner. How's it going, Dooner, my friend? I'm excited, man. It's the week. The week is here. We're just a couple days away from Carrier Summit. And dude, 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 dude. If anybody's seen those <laughs> events, you know how much you and I like prime time being on that desk over there, talking, connecting with the crowd and navigating these virtual events. Yeah, it's awesome. I do love the pride time myself, man. It is awesome here at the live desk. Well, first of all, this is a two and a half day event. It is live, free, virtually, but I'm about to sweeten the pot. And do you want to know how we're going to do that? I, I do. You know, I love the prime time, but uh, do tell of this sweetened pot you speak of. You love a sweet pot. Let me get the comments open here, too. Make sure you're all listening and enjoying our company here so you can be ready for this and let me share it out. Because, look, man, this this tree can't fall in an empty forest, can it, Michael Vincent? No, no it can't. It, it cannot. All right. Well, here's the big news. Here's the big news. All you got to do, register for the event, right? Register for the event. And you, yes, you will be entered to win a Peloton bike, right? Peloton is sweeping the nation. You can do those interconnected spin classes. You can ride with your grandmother over in Nova Scotia. You can ride with your brother over in Wisconsin. It doesn't matter, Michael Vincent. You can get in shape with strangers on a Peloton. And all you got to do is register. You don't got to pay $3,000 for one of these fantastic bikes. You just got to be at the event. Yeah, do I need to ride this thing home, brother? You don't, even have, you don't even have to pedal it. It'll do it for you. I think once you, once you get it, here's the bad news. Once you get it, you actually do have yeah. to do the pedaling. But, but guess what? When you win, yeah. I think XBO is going to bring it to you. I think they do the final mile on these Pelotons. XBO, whole supply chain interconnected, not just Peloton, but XBO as well. Oh, well, awesome. Then I'm in, man. Where do I register? You go to live.freightwaves.com. And you know what else you can get? You might, if you don't get the grand prize, you might not get the Peloton. But you know what? There's swag.freightwaves.com. Now, we talked about this last show just opened up where you can get hats, right? You can get yeah. you can get these uh, pullovers printed with the soy ink. This is a North Face pullover. This isn't your uh, this isn't your run of the mill. Nobody's ever heard of this. It was found on the a dank floor of a Chinese factory. No, this was a no, this is a North Face. <laughs> this is some real name brand stuff. This guy right here, this is a what a next level what the truck 2019 tour shirt. Boom. Yeah, got that's them, what I'm talking about. Got the Vintage. Tour, tour dates on the back. Right here, tour dates back, and we can go right out on. go out in public and mingle with people at real events. Well, you can go to swag.freightwaves.com. You can buy that stuff, or go to live.freightwaves.com. Register now. You could maybe win a shirt. You could maybe win that uh, hat, or you could win the Peloton. It's all going down over there. Super excited about it, man. What are we going to be doing on today's show, though? Well, today's show, that Dooner, we're going to be previewing this uh, and going through the top reasons for you to attend this incredible event. Industry leaders talking about it. it's going to be awesome. We'll go through that stuff a little bit later, but everything you need to know on the Carrier Summit, right? From driver recruiting and uh, final mile, the, the whole thing, HR, uh, insurance, we got it all broken down for you. We'll get through all that stuff today, Dooner. It's going to be great. And Rhonda says she's got some swag on the way. She already ordered a 2019 What the Truck shirt. She's got great fashion sense. Eric Serta, I was Absolutely. promised one by Craig Fuller back in April. Well, Eric, I am—I don't know. You might have to reach out to him. Uh, Jeremy Thone says finish him. And Brian Ritchie said let's get it. Matt Henning, sweep the leg. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. So we did a preview of this on radio over the weekend, which I was really looking forward to doing because it's Carrier Summit. Get to hear a lot from drivers on, on what they want to do, right? 
Well, the number one feedback I heard when I was asking people who were on the show, people who called in was, what are you, what questions should we be asking at the Carrier Summit? If if you could editorialize, you could put anything you want on there. And uh, the number one feedback I got is, where are carriers at in terms of stabilizing their operations during COVID? And where do you think they'll be in the next 12 to 18 months trying to get clarity in this fog of uncertainty? What do you think? What do you think the responses will be to that, Michael Vincent? The, the responses by the industry leaders to those to those specific questions sir, yes, that we're sir. talking about? You know, I, I think that you, what we're going to hear is we're going to hear a lot of optimism that's tempered a little bit with some uncertainty is or uh, contingent upon the approaching flu season, et cetera. But there's I think there's going to be a lot of positive there because we've got a lot of. Uh, there's been an acceleration in technology, right? And even though the topics really uh, and the end game are really not that much different, the dynamics have changed dramatically, right? It's like the foundation of of trucking and supply chain in general has really been shaken a bit. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the stability there, and so strategies. There's new strategies being offered by these by these stresses on the supply chain and the new technology acceleration. Uh, we've got some of the leading minds in the industry that are going to be talking and speaking. I think we're going to hear a lot of optimism and you're going to hear a lot of cool things that are going on. A lot of things that we kind of heard before, but are accelerating quickly. That's what I think we're going to hear. Another was, has COVID caused you to lose sight of any other industry challenges? So, you know, I think that's another good one. What, what you are doing is equally as important to what you aren't doing with a big distractive event, a big disruptive event like COVID. Maybe there's something some companies haven't been able to get to. We'll gain all that clarity this week august 19th and 20th live free virtually go to live.freightwaves.com and you'll you'll enter to win automatically to, when you register to get that peloton plus maybe hats shirts swags all of that we will catch you there but right now let's tip the band triumph pay partners yep. triumph pay partners with brokers and shippers to process carrier payments with nearly eighty thousand carriers paid triumph pay provides a simple solution for your carriers to manage their payments in one place that's right which triumph pay carriers can upload and submit paperwork, manage their payments, and connect to brokers directly from anywhere to learn more. Tell them, dude. Go to triumphpay.com immediately after this show. Get to some headlines, brother. Boom. Keep your voice down during my bumper, sir. You cut into them. Uh, headline one, <laughs> EY names Freightwaves Fuller as Entrepreneur of the Year 2020 Southeast Award finalist. So, first of all, a little cowbell for founder and CEO Craig Fuller, right, for getting on this uh, this Ernest & Young LLP announced list, right? Ernest & Ernest and Young LLP, they announced that Craig Fuller, founder and CEO of Freightwaves, named Entrepreneur of the Year 2020 Southeast Awards finalist. How does this work? Well, it's in its 34th year. The Entrepreneur of the Year program honors entrepreneurial business leaders who ambitions deliver innovation, growth, and prosperity as they build and sustain successful businesses that transform our world. Fuller was selected as one of 30 finalists from a competitive pool of nominations by a panel of independent judges. That's right, Dooner, and the award winners will be announced to a special virtual event in early October and will join a community of esteemed Entrepreneur of the Year alumni from around the world. Entrepreneur of the Year is one of the preeminent competitive award programs for entrepreneurs and leaders of high-growth companies. The nominees are evaluated based on six criteria, Dooner, including over, overcoming adversity, financial performance, societal impact, and commitment to building a values-based company 
innovation and talent management. You know, doing. I was thinking, I know a uh, a uh, entrepreneur that could help them out with that virtual event. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think we might be uh, we might be having a hand in that one? I'm not exactly sure. I haven't heard an announcement, but we're doing a lot. Virtual events coming fast and furious out of FreightWaves, live.freightwaves.com. By the way, uh, let's see here. Edgar Perez says, love your threads today, brother. Yeah, got to have the Mortal Kombat shirt because we are having our own tournament of the champions August 19th and 20th at Carrier Summit. Right, Craig Fuller says... Craig Fuller says, I am honored to be named a finalist for Entrepreneur of the Year 2020 Southeast Award. When I founded Freight Waves in 2017 and with the help of the company's investors, board members and employees, it has been successful and helped make the freight market more transparent. So, you know who we're rooting for in that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Here's Go a Craig. Here's a quick one. FedEx, this is this is kind of a complicated story. So go to FreightWaves.com to read the full one. FedEx Freight has settled a lawsuit by a dismissed transgender driver. Like I said, a lot going to it. It's a complicated story. But in short, a lawsuit against a less than truckload carrier, FedEx Freight, where FedEx Freight was dismissed by a transgender driver, settled out of court, eliminating the possibility that a judge's decision in the case might be a precedented and landmark decision. So people are looking forward to that. A little bit unfortunate, but the case was filed in late 2017 by Miko Squire, who was born female but transitioned to male. Squire was identified in all the litigation as a he is married to a woman. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he worked for FedEx as a driver, uh, freight or FedEx Freight in Baltimore uh, between January 2014 and March 20th, 2017, when he was dismissed. Now, Squire said he was dismissed because his coworkers and managers found out he was transgender, which the lawsuit makes clear was not known to them uh, for most of the tenure of his company. And FedEx Freight says that Squire was dismissed because he turned down assignments at the end of a day in which he had already worked. So he was refusing work. Is what they were saying. Yeah, and this came down to a a surgery, and and HIPAA is involved. That's why I say read the full story. The one thing I will say to FedEx yeah. credit, though, is it's worth noting from the judge. Squire acknowledged at his depth at his disposition that no one at FedEx had ever used derogatory terms for transgender people in his presence, nor had anyone ever told Squire that they did not want to work with him because of gender identity. You know, we're in twenty twenty now. These stories like this are going to be coming out way more often. But again, read the full story on FreightWaves.com. On that one. Now, we're going to talk to someone who always travels really well on this show, right? Who's coming up with us? Yeah, Mitch uh, Luciano, right? Trailer Bridge. Awesome. They always show up, man. The the Trailer Bridge uh, Nation always travels. Trailer Bridge Nation. Hey, hey, Mitch, what's happening, man? Thanks for joining Dooner and the Dude on What the Truck. We're so excited to have you on the air today. Uh, It's good to be back. Thank you, guys. Hey, I just uh, read your... Mitch, I read your article in, in Forbes, and I think uh, a lot of stuff you keyed in on there are some things we're going to talk about today. You wrote all about sort of leadership during a crisis, right? The importance of communication and all of those. Tell me why you, why you wrote the article, what it's about, and, and how that stands for your, uh, your message that you try to give to employees during these times. Yeah, I think it's obviously it's important right now that you, we get out in the world what, what works for us, right? It may not work for everybody, but this is what's working for us. It's working for Trailer Bridge. And, and communicating with, with the team as much as you possibly can, and especially during these times, and making sure you tell them what's happening is, is really critical so you can continue to grow. And, and one of the great things in doing this over the past couple of months is Trailer Bridge is actually, the last two months we set record revenues on both ocean, you know, for the ocean and logistics side combined. And that's just, that's huge for us. And I think it just comes back to this, you know, getting with the team, talking to the team, uh, letting them know that, hey, we're going to fight through this together. And it makes a big difference. 
Yeah, those are excellent points, Mitch. And, and you, you know, Trailer Bridge, Bridge Nation always travels very well. So obviously you're doing a great job there. And the sentiments that you're talking about are true all the time. But like you said, especially right now, how do you guys do that? What What is your internal mechanisms for communicating with your employees as well as all the carrier, the drivers, et cetera? So we have a lot of mechanisms. We have our, our intranet that people can go to and, and find information on, whether it's uh, the latest happenings of a blood drive or what are we doing at Trailer Bridge, um, birthdays, those kind of things. So people want to know those things. Those are important. Uh, universities, work universities. We have monthly town halls that we take in all the suggestions and we tell them what's happening. We share our financials with the employees of the company. They, they know where we stand because I don't want them to question, are we in good shape? I want them to know we're in good shape. And then, you know, also daily Zoom calls, whether it's just hanging out with a group. I mean, usually every week I take two to three with different groups in the company and just chat for 35 to 40, 30 to 45 minutes. And then my regular Zoom calls and just getting to see what's happening with people. What are their struggles? How can we help them? You know, one of the big challenges we face that going into this, that when, when schools were working from home remotely at the end of last school year, a lot of parents didn't have enough laptops for their kids. And so we immediately went out, bought laptops, and, and gave them to those that needed those laptops. So we just we make sure we pay attention and then try to take that problem out of their way so they can focus on work, their family, whatever it might be. Mitch, I know the feeling. Uh, about five feet away from me through the wall that's in front of me, there's a three- and a five-year-old at a kitchen yep. table being taught right now by uh, my wife, who's never been a teacher before, but you know, it's, it's the time of COVID we've had to take on some of these, these learning and instructions ourselves. Fortunately, they're kind of a younger age. So hopefully we don't screw it up, uh, screw it up so bad, but you know, communication is a big thing. And you know, we, we report here at Freightways about the data and the freight flows all the time. There's been more, more rejects as more volumes are happening. So how do you, how do you increase that outward communication between partners, between the, the carriers and shippers you work with to make sure, Freight's being picked up on time, especially as uh, as 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 capacity gets more strained. Yeah, I think you know you really have two choices right now, as any any logistics provider or brokers out there. And and one is that you kind of start turning freight away, right? The volumes aren't there. You turn freight away. Um, I don't know that that's the right choice because this is an opportunity to really grow your revenue. You may not make any money, but you're definitely going to find yourself with more customers at the end of this. Or you can just over communicate with your with your customer base, saying, hey. I'm, you know, we've been here, we've been working with you for several years. I'm going to stick here, stay here, but you have to understand, here's some facts and share the facts, share all these reports that are out there talking about capacity. I'm not looking to gouge you. I'm not looking to raise my rates too much. Just help me out. I'm going to still lose, but help me out a little bit. And I think customers do respect that because you're not the only ones having that conversation with them. So they respect the fact that you're actually open about it. You still are going to commit to some of the volumes. You, uh, hopefully most of the volumes, not all the volumes you've had before. Um, but in the end, when this is all said and done, this will, for those brokers that stick and logistics companies that stick to it, and you're going to take some hits. It's just part of what's going to happen over the next few months. And if you can do that, I think going into 2021, you're going to be set and ready to launch. And that's kind of the approach we've taken, even from the ocean side or the, you know, our volumes on the ocean side have increased tremendously, but we have not gone back to customers to try to renegotiate rates to get higher rates. It's just not, uh, from because we're asset and not asset. We stuck to what we said we were going to do, and we've committed to it. 
So, so Mitch, a lot of challenges for many, many people in the, in this space. And you guys certainly have your fingers uh, in, in just about everything. You got ocean barge, you're going out to, to Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, Dominican uh, Republic. And you're also, but you're also domestic in the, in, in the United States and cross border, Mexico, Canada, et cetera. And like you said, truckload, asset-based, dedicated, uh, 3PL services as well, warehousing, et cetera, all these different things. What are some of the challenges that you guys are seeing? Well, obviously, I think it's um, from the assets of the world, it is capacity. I mean, our biggest challenge is, I think, the same issue that the, the trucking companies are having is enough capacity to fulfill the needs that we've committed to pre-COVID, right? And so we had a couple months there where we were way down. I think everyone was. But all of a sudden, it's just bounced back so strong that it's just kind of, honestly, it's somewhat surprising, but it's a good surprise. And so now it's just making sure that we have enough assets to fulfill our commitments to customers. And from the, the non-asset side, you know, what's great about our business is our non-asset side can actually help our asset side, right? So they can, they can come in and step in and fill some gaps that, that we have gaps. Uh, but they have their core business of, you know, 90 plus percent of what they do is separate of our ocean business. And, you know, it's, they, honestly, it's good old fashioned pound the phones. I mean, this is where it comes that time to what kind of relationship did you have with people pre-COVID? And if you had a really good relationship, then you're going to be okay to this, whether it's with the carrier base or your customer base. And I think our team just had a really good relationship and, and people trusted Trailer Bridge. And that's a big element. So now that we're out there telling them some of the facts that are happening in the marketplace, they, they believe us. They're trusting us. They're not saying, oh, you're just saying that because you want more money or anything like that. So we just, and then the other piece is making sure that we continue to listen to what they're saying because the people that are doing the work every single day, they're the ones that have the solutions. And so when we have to provide solutions, we listen to them. It's a great idea. Let's go ahead and put that in place so we can then continue to expand and continue to grow. Mitch, I'm listening to a lot of, a lot of them in the comments here. Those people with the solutions. Ayanna Fisher says, woohoo. TB Strong, TB Nation, Melissa Morrison, Trailer Bridge, Jacob, TB Rocks, Justin Smith, Lor- Lorraine Morrow. They're all here in full force as they usually are whenever you come on this show. Uh, and Iona Fisher writes, happy hours in TB Cafe, amazing internet site, great IT, support, services, sales, customer service, finance, HR, safety, maintenance, uh, port. People are what make it happen every damn day at TB Strong. And you know what? You wrote in uh, your Forbes article, right? You're talking about your M&A philosophy and you said lead with lead with love to preserve the best aspects of your company culture. Uh, can you put a can you put a period on that? Yeah, so that's that's something that we've we started instilling really back in 2014-15. I think if you actually lead with love, with good intentions, with kindness, with respect for others, and we talked about listening to them, it, love is an element of, you know, um, being kind. Listen to what they have to say. Actually listen. Look at them in the face. Um, respect others for, for their differences and for their similarities. That's what love is. And I think when you lead with love and you genuinely uh, provide that place where people can do that themselves and not be criticized or they're just respected for who they are. Man, it just makes a big damn difference in the performance of your company and and how people actually want to work at your company. And it's just, when I, the people on trailer bridge, they know how much I love them. I tell them all the time and I'm genuine and I do it by my actions, not just by my words. Hey Mitch, before we let you go, and we really do appreciate your time today and your, your team joining us. By the way, if they would like to win, and, and, and probably you yourself, you'd like to win a Peloton, go to live.freightwaves.com, 
Register for our next virtual event. It's free. You can win a Peloton or What the Truck t-shirts or a number of other things. But we do have this Carrier Summit coming up. And over the weekend on the radio, the big theme that was coming up from the shippers I spoke to was, you know, we just want to know the carriers have some certainty so we can have some certainty. Uh, What kind of question do you think we should be asking at a Carrier Summit right now as we enter the fall of 2020? You know, that's a great question. I mean, I think that for for carriers, it's, you know, what kind of commitment are you going to make to me long-term? And I think it goes for shippers too, right? Shippers have to understand that, you know, because this market will change. If a carrier makes a commitment to you right now, then are you going to keep that commitment in three or four months when, when things change and things shift? And they will shift. It's, it's going to happen. And so I think it's understanding that both people truly have that open conversation. And I mean, maybe not lock yourself in the long-term agreement, but Carrier, what commitment are you going to make to me? But in reverse, hey, shipper, what commitment are you going to make to the carrier long term as well? It goes both ways. Now, Mitch, after people go to live.freightways.com and register for our next virtual event, where should they go to learn more about Triller Bridge? Just go to trailerbridge.com. It's simple, right? It's just <laughs> trailerbridge.com, and you've got all the information out there. There's several links to get as much information about us as you want. Mitch, thank you. And as usual, your team shows up in full force and always has the praise to say about the company. You can say all the words you want, but to me, what really says the most is the fact that they even show up and and, and bring all this praise to your sessions. So that uh, to, to us, that means a lot, right, dude? Oh, absolutely. It, it's quite obvious when you talk about lead with love that you actually live that. You don't just talk it, you walk it, because the nation always, the Trailer Bridge Nation always shows up. And it's quite clear that uh, you've got a good thing going there. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Thanks for building that bridge, buddy. Thank you, guys. Take care. Wow. Yeah, his team is his team's all over LinkedIn right now. Always appreciate oh, yeah. them having joining the show and lending their support. And uh, you know, it, it gives it it gives ground, it gives foundation to all these words that that we say about uh about a company. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Absolutely, when they show up and they're in that type of force, and every time it's not like once they were excited he was on. Every time, uh, yeah, it lends a lot of credibility. Boom. All right. Next virtual event, right? If you've been to a Freightways virtual event, you're in a for a treat. But if you haven't, production, I think we got a video. Let's take a look back. Let's go back one month to the 3PL Summit. And let's take a look at what you may have seen there and what'll be. And then we'll go into what we'll be in store for at our event coming up this week. Welcome back to the 3PL Summit. We are excited that you're here. We are welcoming two extremely special guests to the show. One of them is the real wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort. Jordan, thank you for joining us on the air. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And the other one is the one with a brand new fresh coat of paint on him. It's Trey Griggs. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, fellas? Good to see you today. What an amazing way to kick off today's show. We really want to thank Brad Jacobs, the chairman and CEO of XPO Logistics. That was fabulous. We thank all of our participants. You may see something beautiful in this screen. This is something new we didn't show you during our May event. These are our virtual booths. We want to thank our headline sponsor, HubTech.
Wow. Yeah, that looks exciting, right? And, you know, every time these just get that much better, right, Michael Vincent? Well, August 19th and 20th, 2020, Carrier Summit, Freight Waves, and Seat My Trucks are excited to present the Carrier Summit on recruiting, retention, regulation, operational efficiency. What else? Maintenance. Expect to hear from trailblazing trucking pioneers who have impacted the way that we do business today and the way that we will be doing it tomorrow. And again, that was that big theme I heard on radio, that uncertainty. Just wow. What what are carriers planning for so shippers can prepare for it? You know, and I imagine a lot of carriers like, hey, what are shippers preparing for so that we can prepare for it? So everybody needs to get on the same page and a great walk towards that page is August 19th and 20th. Right, Michael Vincent? What are you excited about, Mm -hmm. dude? Well, let's see. I mean, besides our uh, keynote speaker, right, Philip Stutz, which is going to be great, founder and CEO at Win Big Media, and founder and chairman of Go Big Media, which is going to be uh, quite interesting. I'll be I'll be looking at that. But you know, some of the topics that I'm interested in, my friend, are you know looking at driver recruiting as an HR strategy right now with the changes that we're seeing in the in the industry. It's always a hot topic. But we got there, and they're massive departments for carriers, right? Really important thing: recruiting and retention, et cetera. But with new route route strategies and tech. Uh, oh, hold up, hold up. Let's, let's talk through these. Trucking. It's let's, awesome stuff. Let's talk through these. Let's let's go through them one at a time here. So you're yeah. into, you want the driver recruiting as an HR strategy. That's going to be David Robinson. His partner at Scope Elitist. He's going to be talking to our own Kevin Hill, who's yeah. with you on Midday Market Update. Myself on Put That Coffee Down. Well, why are you excited about it? Well, I was just talking about why I'm excited about that one there. It's a hot topic and things are changing, man. The industry has changed. You've got this, the, you know, it, the industry is is really in the spotlight and has a lot of positive momentum right now. And can they build on that which the, with the driver recruiting and the different strategies that are going on along with the tech and the different uh, – uh, the new strategies, a new way of thinking of, of long haul versus final mile and, and the new trucks, the new technologies, et cetera. It's a pretty sexy business. Are they going to grab hold of that and go forward? I think it's a really interesting topic right now. Driver wage roller coaster, right? Here is something I hear on radio all of the time when drivers call and they're like, hey, and Max from Workhound, I talk to him about this all the time. He's, I'm like, at the, at the end of the day in your surveys, what is the one thing that always sticks out? And he goes, hey, the recurring theme is always these driver wages, right? They don't know exactly how much they're going to be getting paid. Clarity and communication on that. Lee Shaver, president CEO at National Transport Institute, will be covering that one. What do you got next? Uh, I'm looking at detention and dwell time, right? So we've got the guys from uh, from uh, Baton, Andrew Berberick and Nate Robert. Uh, they're going to be on with uh, Kevin Hill again. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I love Kevin Hill. I'm not just sticking to Kevin Hill as my picks, but detention and dwell time. And I love what they're doing at Baton. And you know, again, you're, you're looking at it affects the drivers. It affects the carriers tremendously, obviously it does. And it affects hours of service regulation, et cetera. We've talked to Wayne Craig before about this. It's not the hours of service. It's the respect at the, at the delivery in the pickup but you've got baton who's solving for this and changing the strategies in a way long haul works and it's going to be very very interesting big spend for carriers is always recruiting it's one of their hugest line items is spending on marketing to recruit drivers spending money to recruit drivers losing money on turnover for drivers well strategies to attract young drivers in the industry we have that session on it's gonna be sadie church vice president of marketing at cdl life very interested in, in, in driver human issues over on that page big fan of cdl life with andrew cox he's a market research analyst over here at freight waves you also know him from the midday market update and great quarter guys yeah. hearing two smart young minds talking about ways we can bring the industry in and, you know, I talked to Aaron Dunn from uh, we, from PDQ America. We talked to him on Friday and he was like, you know what? 
it's great that there's all this technology coming in, all this robotics and self-driving trucks, but you got to make trucking itself sexy and cool again to get to get young people back in the trucks. So maybe we'll find out some strategies on ways that people are going about doing that. What else you got? Okay, so my next pick up there is is LTL update. That's that that's another one. It's near and dear to my heart. I spent my first twelve years in the industry in in LTL. I spent a lot of time in truckload and ocean and and air and and warehousing as well. But I, I love to see LTL in there. I love what the people at DDC. So Chad Crotty, VP of Sales at DDC, will be talking with uh, Zach Strickland, our director of freight market intelligence, on on LTL efficiencies and operations. And LTL and truckload could not be more different. Yet they're very, very correlated, and understanding both of them, I think, is essential for a leader in awesome. both, either one of those two. Industries. Great. I'm excited for coming up at our desk, too, at our own live desk. I love doing the live desk session on there. We're going to have Anthony Petit, is the CEO and founder at Truck Park. We're going to be talking about driver fatigue and well-being. We're going to have Jack Ecklenberger, president at Reliance Partners, talking about trends going on there. If you saw diversity special, we're going to have Pierre Laguerre. He's back, CEO of Fleeting Pro. Man, that guy will make you want to run through a wall like Kool-Aid, man and leave the brick smashed behind you. Go to live.freightwaves.com. Live, free, virtually win a Peloton, win a What the Truck t-shirt. Follow me on Twitter at Timothy Duner. That's D-O-O-N-E-R. You can find him at Vincent the Dude. Look us up on Twitter or the LinkedIn. Again, August 19th through 20th. Then all these events will be on demand. Get the Freightwaves TV app or subscribe to Freightcast and get every single Freightwaves podcast, including What the Truck. Put that coffee down in all of our live event recaps. Michael Vincent. We got 30 seconds left, my man. Put a put an exclamation point at the end of this sentence. <laughs> at the end of this sentence. Hey, we're at the live desk, Dooner. It's going to be killer. You're going to be able to network, learn from industry leaders. It's going to be killer. Network, control, awesome stuff. Peace and love, everybody. And that's the name of that tune. <laughs>